Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. I'm Franny Benali. This is Klaus Lundekvam. I'm Matt Letizia. Dean Hammond's here. And you're listening to In That Number. Here is Letizia. with me, Kevin, the Moscow Mush Milverton, and Ray Hunt. Find me on Twitter at Moscow Mush, and my co-host Ray Hunt at Ray Hunt 84 Follow the show at Number Podcasts on Twitter, in that Number Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. If you've got any questions for the show, if you can be bothered, send us an email to inthatnumberpodcast at gmail.com. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Share, subscribe, and give us good vibes. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of In That Number, episode one, two, three. Kevin, the title. The title is Total Freefall. Total Freefall. Good. Yes. Today we have the unfortunate honour to discuss our total freefall against West Ham last week now. Yes. Uh, and we'll also give the results for our player and goal of the month poll uh, for the last time this season, actually, uh, with me. To try and explain what happened is the Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton. Kevin, are you ready for this? Yes. Yes, this is the most excited I've been about the podcast all season. Yeah, hence why we left it so long to do this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're hoping that, you know. Save the moment. Yeah, once once we come, come to record, everyone's going to be forgetting about the game and they're looking forward to next season already. So that's yeah, the and here we are to remind you of it. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, Kev, how are you this week? Oh, right. Yeah, it's been a busier week than I expected, hence the podcast being delayed a little bit. Um, not that anyone cares. But yeah, no, I've been, been surprisingly busy with work. Normally things sort of trail off at the moment, but uh, yeah, rather busy. So how about yourself? Uh, yeah, busy work. And obviously I'm, I mentioned last week, didn't I, that I'm doing the living room and stuff. So we're, we're, we're in the process of that. Uh, but yeah, it's all good. I mean, I, the kids are on half term. I went bowling yesterday for the first time in, well, ages. I took, took my eldest. I've uh, been to the driving range. Uh, just to let some anger out, I guess. Create a visualization. You just think of David Moyes as the golf ball, and that's it. <laughs> Declan Rice. Or Declan Rice. Whoever. It works for absolutely anyone. Try it. Mm. Yes. Anyway, uh, ITN news, Kevin. Sure. We've got a lot to get through. Um, I think so. Okay. Well, let's let's get into it. This is ITN in that number news. So if you need remembering, we lost 3-0 away to West Ham. And as a result, we finished 15th. That's 12 wins, 4 draws, 19 losses, 43 points, 47 goals scored, and a top flight record of 68 goals conceded. That's a goal difference of 21. 27 points at home, 16 points on the road. Average attendance of 526. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> non-league attendance, yeah. really, isn't it? <laughs> uh, we missed out on around six million pounds because we finished fifteenth. Um, that sees us net eleven million, six million pound less than Newcastle. We finished twelfth. All in all, Mush, it's been a pretty miserable end to the campaign, hasn't it? A miserable twenty twenty one in general. Yeah, and long may it continue. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it hasn't been the the best year, has it? I think 2020 as a whole year, footballing-wise, was brilliant for Southampton um, after the shit start to the 2019 season ended brilliantly. We just had the re- reverse here. I mean, it's it's just an average season. You know, us finishing 15th, I mean, yeah, it's probably a little bit lower than people's expectations at the beginning of the season. We've probably been around those places the, the whole season through. I don't think anyone would be that bothered. It's just the spectacular face, the spectacular fashion in which we we dropped from the top of the league to where we are now. It's a total freefall, Kev. That's free what fall. it is. Yeah. Um, and actually, <laughs> our um, Discord, which you can still join, by the way. So yeah, get in contact with us if you want to join that. Um, someone on our Discord, um, New Jersey Scott, uh, he brought up the point that I think it was just because everyone was expecting a lot at the start of the season, and it, it obviously, and how we started the season, everyone was thinking. Well, Europe, and then the way it's ended, and you know, we, we've mentioned it before, if you swap the, the form around, if you start the season really bad and picked up, people wouldn't be as down in the dumps about it as, as they probably are. No, yeah, like, look, again, look, just look at last season, you know, we were really positive about the way we finished the season, and that's why we were so optimistic for the, the season to come, forgetting that we always start like a pack of snails. Yeah, that's it. G- Gareth Southgate, Kevin, uh, he's named his 33 it's... provisional squad for Euro 20. It will be cut down to a final of 26 on the 1st of June. That's a couple of days away, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny Ings overlooked, like we all thought, but Prousey made the 33. That's brilliant. Um, there are a few shocks in there, like Jude Bellingham, he made it. Quite a few right-backs in there as well. You know, Trent, Trippier, Walker, 
Reese James, you'd expect at least one of them to drop out, right? Or at um, least, yeah. Yeah, uh, but care first, are you happy with the 33? Um, I don't think you can ever be happy with <laughs> uh, England selection. I mean, you're always happy when a, one of our players gets in. That's always a bonus. But yeah, I mean, there's some out there selections, aren't there? Ben White from Brighton. I don't think he'll be in the in the 30, in the 26. No way. Yeah. No. Well, um, actually, well, if you're if 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 you're if you're going down that route, my question to you is then: which seven are dropping out on June the first? June the first. Sorry. Do, I mean, do you think Prousey will stay in? Because you've still got the likes of Jordan Henderson, Calvin Phillips. They're struggling with injuries. Also, six centre backs. You know, you've got Ben Godfrey, Ben White, as you said, and one keeper's going to go. Okay. And there's not a lot of central midfielders in that list, so I hope that doesn't change. So you yes, know, he's got four keepers, doesn't he? One's I mean, can you count the number of relegations that there are within those four keepers? <laughs> I don't think I want to. That's not that's, that's not where I'm going. Well, I mean, you've got Sam Johnson from West Brom relegated. Ramsdale was being relegated in successive seasons now. Um, Pickford was relegated with Sunderland, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, fuck you, know. I think I think it's fair to say that Pickford's come a long way since then. Um, yeah. yeah. It doesn't really matter, really, who drops out. It's probably going to be Johnson, isn't it? Or Ramsdale. Um, yeah, so you'd expect a right-back to go, a centre-back to go, maybe two centre-backs, because do we really need six? You think four will probably go, so I'm thinking right God, Godfrey oh, and, and White will go. Yeah, there's a lot of right-backs. Although Southgate has said that he doesn't see them as right-backs. Because I'm guessing he can play three centre-backs and then, then the wing-backs, can't he? Mm. He's got versatility there. It's crazy. It's crazy to, to think that the Ings didn't make that 33. Um, yeah, I mean, Gary Seward on Twitter um, dropped us a line. Uh, he was slightly agitated, should we say, um, calling it a, a fucking disgrace and uh, saying that this is the, the last chance that Ings will have. Um, I mean, I'm not sure it's a fucking disgrace. Um, he's been overlooked. But, I mean, there, there's a lot of competition there. And there, there are other players who also were left out. Um, Bamford, Patrick was. Bamford, yeah, he's had a brilliant season. Um, I'd probably say better than Ings. I mean, we know that you know, Ings has been injured and he hasn't played all the games. And, you know, that's fair enough. Um, if he had been fit, he probably would have had a better season than Paddy. But, yeah, he's not in there. And, to be honest, I don't think Ollie Watkins probably is going to make the, the final cut either. No, and... And also, what you've got to think about is Ings didn't go. He would have not only bring, you know, would only does he bring energy and goals, but he brings experience, not necessarily for England, but I meant for just big games. Mm-hmm. He's, he's had big games in him. But don't forget, Patrick Bamford has, hasn't really got any England caps. He's not been capped by England. As good a season he, as he has had, you expect him to be involved in the World Cup squad, but you don't expect Danny Ings to be involved in it. So yeah. at least Bamford has time on his side. Danny does not. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not in, not entirely sure about that. I don't think it's all good doom and gloom. I um, play devil's advocate a little bit, but I mean, a lot of this I agree with. So I, I was thinking of the positives that we could take from Danny not getting into the squad. I mean, one, first of all, he wouldn't have made the cut anyway. And I think if they'd just gone straight up and announced the 23-man squad. Sorry, it's 26 now, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah, but if they'd gone straight up and that's the 26-man squad and Danny wasn't in there, it wouldn't be that much of a big deal. But, yeah, he wouldn't have made the cut anyway. But this this way, he doesn't get a chance to showcase himself in the Euros and then we've got much more chance of keeping him. Um, he does have another 20-goal season in him. And if he does that next season, 
then he could be in the team for the World Cup and one who qualifies before that as well. Also, you've got to look at Watkins and, and uh, Bamford in a year's time, though. Could they be that much higher up than Danny? Well, I mean, that, that's what he'll have to compete against them, you know, in the, in, in, in the league. Means we need to have another good season for him. We do, yeah. And, but, you know, he's not going to get warming the bench for City or Leicester or Spurs or any other teams he's been linked with. Um, he's not going to get a chance to play for England. But because, I mean, there are other players ahead of him. Sure. Um, in the same team. Also, no chance to be injured. Yes. Keep, keep him fresh. Absolutely. That's a good Just point. Toast him on the beach. A little bit of work in the gym. Although if he is injured, who's going to want to buy him? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> Someone go and shoot him in the little toe. <laughs> Proudsy. Does he stay? I'm going to bet that he does because Southgate does have a lot of loyalty to players, often without really much other reason. Um, and Prowse's a player that he's seen through his time as the under-21s uh, manager, and he knows him quite well. So I, I think, you know, especially looking at the season he's had, uh, and last season as well, he's had two rather good seasons for Saints as our captain, played every minute both seasons. But yeah, I think it'd be silly to leave him out. Yeah, and like I said before, he hasn't picked a lot of central midfielders, so I think he's got a very good chance of keeping it. So, yeah. Um, but moving on from England, uh, new kit, Kev, launched. Oh, yes. Your thoughts? I like it. Um, it's, I mean, Hummel are famous for their sort of retro-styled kits, and I think they've been really clever and kept it stylish and, you know, a little bit conservative. They've gone, we've had some shit kits with Under Armour and they've managed to fuck up something at the beginning of each season. So I'm glad to see the back of them and Hummel want to create a good impression. So going straight with back to the red and white stripes is a, a good strategy and they've done that. But there's, I mean, it's, there's a lot gone into it. I'll look at some pictures of it. Because they've, I think the inspiration for it is the 2000-2001 kit, the first kit we played in, in, in St. Mary's. There are a lot of similarities, like mm. the, the collar, um, the stripes with the little uh, black borders and everything. Mm-hmm. And there's a 20 on the back, which is not the position that we're going to finish next season. <laughs> Uh, it's to celebrate 20 years of St. Mary's. And they got those uh, chevrons mm. that are pointing down on the shoulders. <laughs> There's a lot of pointing down there. <laughs> pointing down on all of the white stripes. Um, but they are pointing up on the red stripes. So yeah, they just don't show as much on that. that. If I'm being honest, I like the kit. I think it's yeah. a nice kit, and I like the red and white stripes, and I like the black that borders the, the reds. Um, but it's just those chevrons on the white. I think it looks a bit cheap, dare I say. The white really? stripes, I think it looks, I mean, it might be different when I see it in the flesh, but I just think the material, just it look, just from the pictures, obviously, because that's all I can go on, it just looks a bit thin and a bit nasty and a bit cheaply made, which I know it isn't. I just don't like the white on it. I just don't like the chevrons on it. But again, I like the collar. I like the shoulders. And I do want to say that I think it's the best kit we've had in a while. So it is, it's is a nice looking kit, and I'm so pleased that they've gone back to this, you know, this simple concepts red and white stripes you can't you can't get it wrong right exactly yeah it's um, it's a winner so i imagine near the next season they go for something a bit more outlandish oh my god let's just get rid of that fucking sash oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, god. you know that I, I swear most of the listeners uh, probably disagree with you the sash is a saving grace 
Yeah, I don't like it. I just don't like it. Um, yeah, we'll be waiting for the away in third kits as well. Will be. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just so, I'm hoping that they have blue that yellow. yellow, yellow and blue. They need a yellow and blue. They always need a yellow and blue. Whether it's third or what, they just need it. But yeah, I wait with bated breath. Kevin, you have some news before. My we... goodness, do I have some news? Oh, good. Okay, because we have got the player and goal of the month to do. But should we leave that to last? And you can just yeah rattle off your spiel now. Yes. Okay. Um, we, you know me, any mention of Shane Long in the news or on the media, and I'm all over it. Um, yeah, he was due a nerve operation, but that got postponed due to his participation in the playoffs for Bournemouth. Um, yeah, they they failed miserably in that task, and um, so yeah, I guess he's going to go off for surgery on that nerve soon. So Yannick Vestergaard made the Danish squad provisionally. We'll give you an update, and um, I think he should be nailed on per the final cut. Well, um, Jose Conte captain deal to a League One title. Yeah, 37. Fucking hell. Like, wh- why Why did we let him go? Because he wanted to go to West Ham. But why did he want to go to West Ham? Because he wanted to get into Europe. Oh, right. Well. <laughs> no, and then he went to China, didn't he? So he's made his money. That's true. Well, he wanted to get into Europe, so he fucked up the China. <laughs> what, well, no, he went to West Ham because he wanted money, didn't he? And he didn't, that didn't really work out at West Ham. Then he went to China, and that didn't really work out in China. And then he came back to Lille and... Uh, I say back to Lille. We came to Lille and then they've just won the league. So yeah, it's um, it's just gone strength strength to strength for him after after Saints, really, hasn't it? <laughs> after China. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I mean, the, if, when it didn't work out for him at West Ham, bring him back. The money in China was ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, when you're 36 years old and you're coming towards the end of your career and they offer you a massive contract to play, you're going to go, aren't you? Little does he know that he was going to come back two mm-hmm. years later and then get off, then you know, win the league with Lille at the age of 37. Probably be in the Champions League next season. So carries on playing. Amazing. Yeah. Um, another former saint, Matt Target. He got player of the season for Villa. And yep. it's looking like a... Not particularly good deal for us now, isn't it? It's not. No, I think we've made a mistake there. I think he's done very well. Yeah, Miller. yeah. In hindsight, um, hanging on to him would have been absolutely perfect. You know, Bertrand gets injured, Matt Target fits in. Here we can say, you know, you know what? I think he's ready for the task. But uh, having said that, Kev, he has he wasn't great for us, and it didn't look like he was going to ever be that class. Mm. So it's not a regret as it was because he wasn't playing at that. It just you don't know what they're going to do. do you? you never know how good they're going to be. And mm-hmm. I, I admit I was wrong because I think he's been great, and I think Villa have done wonders for him because he does look like a different player. Definitely, yeah, maybe maybe sometimes players just need that little point to prove. I mean, well, he's had that and he's done yeah. so well. So yeah, I'm, I am pleased for him. But I mean, how much did we get for him? Like was it fifteen, seventeen million or something? I don't think it was that much. It was quite a lot. It was a, it was a lot of money that we couldn't turn down. Uh, 14 million. 14 million. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, which is, you know, probably what you'd pay for a, a fullback of his age and experience now. Well, 14 million's a snip, isn't it, when you think, consider what he's done this season? Easily pay that. Mm-hmm. Player of the year. Fantastic. Yeah, good, good bit of business from Villa there. Well done. Yeah, not the only good bit of business there. That's it. <laughs> so, oh, well, a bit of light relief. Um, 442 magazine, they named Ralph Hasenhutl the 16th best manager, uh, not in the Premier League, but in the world. Okay, I thought you were going to say Austria then, so that's quite, that's quite a relief. Yeah, 16th best in the world. That's putting him ahead of Zidane. Well, I mean, 
Well, he's fifteenth in the Premier League, so <laughs> <laughs> you just need one manager from the rest of the world to be better. Four four two magazine. Yeah, I mean, it's not a source, right? I mean, this is like the most. Yeah, but where, where are they getting this? Like, how do they come to this? Um, is this like, are they just asking everybody in Southampton for their top their top manager? <laughs> well, would you expect Cumin to be a little higher than forty seven? Well, I mean, I don't. Cumin's forty seventh. Yes. Wow. Okay. Where's Poch? Uh, uh, yeah, I don't care. Player of the goal of the month. Yes. Yeah, not the season, the month. So, surprisingly, he had six to choose from over two matches. Yeah, 3-1, 3-1, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, Ingsy's first goal against Palace, then uh, Adams against Palace, Tellers against Fulham, Ball Cuts against Fulham. Uh, yeah, guess one. Which one edged it? I, 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 I hope it was the Walcott one. I got ten percent of the vote. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, Nathan Teller's goal against Fulham. It wasn't a good goal. Attack, I think it was. It? Yeah, I think it was just the the magic. The moment uh, of it, yeah. Yeah, which is fine. I get that. That's probably why people have voted. But in terms of pure football, that Walcott goal was class. Yeah, I mean, and even the Danny goal, the swerve. See, I thought that one was going to win because technically, I think that one was the best one. Technically, but yes. I, I gave agree. a sympathy vote to, to Teller just so I prop it up, but it looks like I might have helped push it towards the win. Yeah, that's that's wrong. Okay, but no, I mean, I'm, I'm glad he's got something anyway. Player, player, yeah. Teller was in with the shout of this uh, alongside Prousey, Ings, and Armstrong, and guess who got this one? Oh. Good. It could be any of those, couldn't it? I think Teller's been good. I think he he should be up there. Um, Ings scored some crucial goals for us. Armstrong's always good. James Ward Prowse has been great. I'm going to say I'm going to say Ings. And by 48% of the votes, it's Nathan Teller again. Wow, Nathan Teller with a double. Incredible. Mm-hmm. Yes, he has been good. So I, I'm not I'm not disappointed. It could have been any of them. I think. How did Danny do? Danny five percent. Oh wow, wow. And Stu twenty eight percent. Leaving Prousey with 19. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Strange spoken. Too. Yes, very strange. But, okay. You know, they've spoken. It's, that's how we do it. Twitter has spoken. Twitter has, yes. Um, right, Kev, should we go to West Ham? Do we, do we want a little jump on the transfer round? Oh, have you got some transfer news? Um, news? What would you take me for? No, just completely spurious rumour and conjecture. Let's do it then. Let's hop on. Okay, so in no particular order of credibility, um, we'll start with the outs. Uh, Ryan Bertrand to Leicester. It's not really an out, is he? Because he's out of contract, but still. Yeah. Have you heard this? Yeah, yeah, of course. All right, do you think it's going to happen? Yes. All right. Um, yeah, um, I suppose so. Yeah, fuck him. But yeah. good luck to him. Yeah. But also, fuck him. Yeah. Jake Hesketh is out of contract. So after 17 years, he's leaving the Saints. Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, 24-year-old uh, former Spain under-21 left-back uh, junior. Or is it junior from Barcelona? It's junior. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Forget it. Yeah, no, Koeman, he just loves us so much that he's going to make it happen. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, Tom Davies. That's so is he also going to convince Junior's agent to take a pay cut as well? Um, we can treat you, can't we? So yeah, Tom Davies. That that one's been doing the rounds again. Oh, has it? I've not heard that. Oh, I, I don't. I don't want anything to do with him. We do need a bit of cover in that position, I suppose. But I mean, it's not not our priority at all. Um, <laughs> weird one I saw during the week that that's made me want to bring the transfer roundabout back is. Um, uh, Southampton have inquired to Orlando City about the availability of on-loan Barnsley striker Daryl Dyke. Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah? Yeah, but I, I, I've not heard this story. You really want this to happen, don't you? Just think of the chance. Yeah. <laughs> he scored 15 goals for the Virginia Cavaliers mm-hmm. when he was uh, 18 years old. Wow, good stuff. Must be brilliant, though. The next, Man- Emmanuel Mayuka. Mm. Um, Danny Rose from Spurs. Oh, OK. Wow, wow. I don't know, I've not heard that one. Well, I mean, both him and Paolo Gazzaniga have been made free agents. And yeah, I saw Gazzaniga, yeah. We've been potentially linked with both. But I mean, well, Gazzaniga's, uh, we don't need another keeper in, in this situation that's already very, very sickening at the, at the moment. Um, exactly. But, I mean, if we can get Danny Rose on a free as backup, why not, I suppose? But, I mean, from, from what I've heard, he's not particularly interested in football in general so it fit right (laughs) that's great because we don't play football (laughs) and link up with Redmond quite nicely (laughs) yeah that's it I don't know if you've heard any Uh, I've heard but I I don't pay it any mind okay well start paying it mind and um... I will do now now that the roundabout is back but yeah Um, anyway Kevin shall we get into West Ham oh Christ yeah let's do it Dean Hammond's here Thank you for tuning in to In That Number. Okay, then, last game of the season, West Ham. Sunday, the 23rd of May, we lost 3-0. Another 3-0. That's three three nils in a row, I believe. Three is the magic number, indeed. Uh, Pablo Fornells with two goals and Declan Rice pretty much able to walk it in for the third. Yeah, five changes from the loss to Leeds. Ings, Redmond, Bednarik, Diallo and Minamino all return. Kev, are you happy with those? Um... I really didn't think we were going to see Minamino again. You you really don't like him, do you? No, I, don't I mean think he's been as bad as what you think. I think you're being a little bit hard on him. He hasn't really had that many chances to to make it. I mean, it, it surprises me that you're so heated when it comes to Minamino, and yet you give Walcott and Redmond the benefit of the doubt. Um, it's a it's a reasonable point. I mean, but the thing is, you know, Redmond had that one season where he was just absolutely. Brilliant for most. Yeah, season of before last. Yeah. Yeah. So we know he's got that in him. Um, Had that in him. Well, but I mean, he's got the potential in there. I mean, we we know that it's possible that he could come back from this summer a different player. It is possible. Um, he's just frustrating, and he's always been that way. So we've become used to it. And uh, Walker, I mean, he started the season well. Um, gave us a reason to be happy that he's come and to sign him up permanently. And I still think he does a job for us. But I think Minamino, uh, yeah, he's, he, he scored that goal against Newcastle and one against Chelsea, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And that was it. And I haven't really seen much from him since. To be fair to him, I mean, I was disappointed that he, he played in that match. Um, he wasn't completely shit. I mean, the the chances he missed, you know, it was a couple of them a touch and go, you know, uh, but in, in other places he's just a bit greedy. I mean, when you've got Ings right there next to him screaming for the ball 
and he decides to have a crack instead of just squaring it. That's just madness. Although there was a couple. I mean, okay. uh, yeah, just I mean, in the, the beginning of the second half, uh, he, had a, he had a couple of shots where he was on through. Um, he, Ings was was on side right there next to him, and he just does, just has a crack. Happened a yeah. couple of times. I mean, so you weren't too happy that he was in the starting eleven? Then? I wasn't too happy he was there, uh, but. Was a harsh on him? I don't know. I don't think so. I think he has been a failure. I don't think he's been great, but I don't think I wouldn't really consider him a failure. But would you want to sign him on a permanent? I wouldn't mind if I'm if really? I'm honest. Maybe, maybe no. I, I'm not on a permanent, but I mean the, the rumours about him coming back for another year on loan. I I take it if he just gets more games, start at the season with him. It, it don't forget it's depth as well. It's depth that we need, and I don't think he's too bad. Do, we, think, do we need the depth? Have you got you got Gineppo, Redmond, Armstrong to play out? Gineppo, Gineppo for me, I would I wouldn't mind if Gineppo left. Well, okay, if Gineppo leaves, yeah, then I, I just think the depth is is important for us, and I I wouldn't mind if we could get him in. I mean, if the if the deal was right, if we could get him in for another year, I I, I wouldn't hate the idea. But um, thinking, going back to the game, I mean, it's also worth mentioning that, that Ward Prowse, as you, you mentioned in the news, starts again, or he started again, which meant he started every single game for the last two seasons. That's remarkable when you think about it. It doesn't get spoken about enough, I don't think. It's just an Iron Man, isn't it? He's a machine. Yeah. He's, the, he's fitness personified. Yeah, and you need, you know, everyone looks up to him as well. So Let, let's, let's get this out of the way then, Kev. It was pretty much the same shit, isn't it? Started well, and then we fell apart. Yep. And it's amazing how many times that's happened this season. Yeah, I mean, I think do we owe money to, I mean, does Sky pay us money every time they bring up that little graphic that says, you know, how many points we've thrown away from winning positions? I mean, we didn't even get into a winning position this time. But, but it's so still bad, isn't it? In that you first still half. don't it's, it's awful. need to be doing it. Yeah, we, look, we looked hot in that, in that first half, you know, the first... 20, 25 minutes. Um, we had some great chances. So Minamino, we mentioned him just now. Inches um, away, yeah. He got on the end of that. I mean, it was a fantastic counter-attack that uh, Ingsy and Stu set up uh, to make that run. And, yeah, he, he's one-on-one with the keeper and chips Fabianski, but it chips just wide, just wide. I mean, it's if you look at it from the reverse angle... It does it look like, like it was it, going. It looked like it was going in. Yeah, but that bounce just took it. Didn't give it the right spin. I think he was a little bit unlucky there. He definitely did the right thing, but didn't come off. It was a good effort, and it, and, and it was a nice quick start for us. You know, it wasn't too long after that that we went a goal down for Nows. I mean, they, Jared Bowen. He's got four white shirts. Around yes, him, and it's, it's not a problem for him because seemingly we don't have a defence anymore, and he's just allowed to get his shot off. Uh, McCarthy parries it to four Nows, and he's just. Tucks it away, a nice little gift. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, how many did you count shirts around? I counted Bowen? four immediately around Bowen. Ah, uh, yeah, I think there might have been the fifth one that sort of jumped in afterwards. But I mean, it made, it made him look like prime Matt Letizia, you know, they bounced it around over them. I mean, and Antonio does well to hold the ball up for him and muscle off. Was it Bednar? Yeah. But yeah, just. Completely mugged off the entire defence. Uh, but uh, yeah, that shot doesn't come off. But yeah, Maka, you know, I mean, we talked about Forster before. And when Forster gets a fist to it and parries it, it, that's going to the halfway line. It's not going straight into the feet of four nails. I don't think you can blame him for it, really. I know he's getting a lot of shit for that, but he's made the save. Mm. It, it, it just it just happened to go to the feet of four nails. I mean, 
but I mean, if, if, if as a keeper, you, you've got yeah. to know where they yeah, are. Yeah, I get, I get it. I do. It but wasn't I, that strong a shot. I, I, I was just so pissed off with the defence for letting it get to that situation more than McCarthy. And of course, McCarthy's a scapegoat at the moment, so he's going to get a lot of abuse for it. But yeah, it was it was wrong. But I think there was worse things to be focusing on than that. No, yeah, I mean, he's the, you know, of course, he's the last line of defence, but I mean, I, I'm not going to apportion all the blame to him, but I'm going to give him his portion of the blame. Sure, and I, I get that, yeah. Um, and then, you know, what happens, Kev, when we concede, you may as well just turn it off because we're not going to get back into it. That's the, way it's, that's the way it's been for a while now, Never with the exception it. of that of that Burnley game, of course. Um, but I just don't think there's uh, there's enough desire when we go a goal down. I think we can start the game off well, and then as soon as we, we ship one, it's a psychological thing then, and it's uh, we've done it before. It's going to happen again, and they, Ralph needs to do something about that. That's where he needs to come in. Yeah, I mean, I can imagine Moises saying, like, you know, if you get a goal, like, just uh, try and get another, because they'll be careful. fucked. Well, they kind of sounded like Begbie from Trainspot. Begbie. Be- <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. like, we, we go a goal down. Um, if you can get a second, that's it, and you... Just took them what, just a couple of minutes. Yeah, to get and that second, and that's it. No way. That that is, you know, when you when you're looking at that first goal and you're seeing how bad or how easy it is to score against us, and then you get a situation a couple of minutes later when I don't know. All I can say is Redmond doing his best there to clear that air shot. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it's it was just fucking embarrassing. It's it's so bad. Mm. Uh, it's just, I, I don't know. I mean, I was just sat there with my head in my hands, still. My, 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 you know, I was just resting on my chin, just like watching it, kind of half watching it. Think after the first goal, and then you see that, and I just, why am I still doing this to it's myself? Another catalogue of errors. I mean, it was a shocking clearance from Janet Vestergaard. Well, at least, um, he tried, at least he got something on it. Well, yeah, um, but yeah, Redmond. I mean, oh Christ, it's just a clown, really, isn't it? Embarrassing. Um, yeah, it goes to it goes to SoFal, uh, and he, you know, he's got all those white shirts again in the area. <laughs> and Fournells is open. It's just another gift, offensive. It's just shambolic. Again. I'm laughing. I am laughing because I am so sick of getting angry about this. Yeah, I mean, Vestergaard, terrible header, Redmond's clown, and Vestergaard stands right next to Fournells like a fucking statue and just watches it go in. I don't know what they're playing at. I really don't. And there's so many lazy performers out there. And there's a, I mean, Redmond, when he would, at that moment we were attacking, he's just too lazy not to get back on side. I'm sure you've all seen the stills of him with his hands on his hips. Yep. He's like, lazy. Just on the edge of the box. Yeah, what, what are you doing, mate? What are you doing? Staring at the penalty spot. Oh, I mean, you must know he's offside there. And it wasn't even the worst of it, because that Rice goal, oh, man. Vestergaard, <laughs> Vestergaard, waiting for a flag. What's he doing? Just uninterested. He's just, like, looking up. You know where Rice is going to go. Well, obviously he doesn't. It's like, well, if I slide just in time, it'll look like I give a fuck. Yeah, it just sums up the match, doesn't it? It's just dead and buried, and it's just a sickening way to end, because you know it's coming. You look at, when we're 2-0 down, and you look at the team, and you look at where they're playing, whether they've got the ball or not, because they had quite a lot of possession, you know we're not going to do anything with it, and you know that the next goal scorer is likely to be West Ham. I mean, it comes from Bednarek trying to play it out from the back, and he just carelessly loses the ball. Fornals just poofs it over the top to Rice, and he's given freedom of the city, basically. Yeah, look, bottom line, right, West Ham are a great side. They've had a great season. 
but we made it easy for them. And I'm sure when they were in this position, they looked at Saints at home. They're thinking, we've got to take it and we've got to get into Europe. And we just made it easy for them. And yeah. I mean, I now we can't even enjoy this off-season because we're all worried about next season. Now. I mean, for West Ham, there was something riding on it. For this, I mean, their minds were, I mean, they've been on the beach since January, probably. <laughs> and you know, Kev, we're, we're already 5-1 to one to go down next season. Bloody hell. It's... It's horrible. Like it's, it's a horrible way to end the season when you can't enjoy it. There's no there's no happiness in it at all. And I keep trying to tell myself. I'm telling myself all the time. Like, look, it could be worse. You could be losing to Atkinson Stanley in League One. Yes. <laughs> it could be worse. We are. We finished fifteenth. We're in the Premier League. We have Premier League football next season. Next season's a new. It's a new year. It's a new everything. It's a, um, it's a new day. It's a new day, but. When you look at these odds, like, and I'm, I'm a pessimist, you know. I looked at these odds, like, what, what are the odds on Saints going down? I think we've got about the same amount of chance to go down as Brentford. Congratulations to them, by the way. Yeah. Um, but a large section of the fans wanting Ralph out already. I say already. Um, but Kev, I, we, we, I haven't actually talked to you about this. Um, where do you stand with him? Because, I mean, I wonder if there is a manager change right now. Let's say for argument's sake, somebody else comes in. Will those relegation odds alter? Are those odds just because of him? I think they're, what's the word, shorten? <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, I mean, you said, see, we haven't talked about it. I think we spent most of the season, oh, not maybe not most of the season, but most of this year talking about it. OK, but now. But now, yeah. I mean, even in our Discord chat, it seems to be split now with 50-50. Some of them wanting them out. Some there is a split. I'm in a group chat with the... Russian Saints supporters, and there are quite a few very vocal uh, Ralph Out voices in there. Um, but I'm, I'm still where I stood the last time that we talked about this. I'm about 60-40 Ralph in. I think, you know, another window for him, if he can get a proper transfer window in, get at least one player who's decent, cover those holes, pay for the cracks, get left back in, um, you know, maybe a, a, another backup right back. Um, get rid of some of the drafts, and yeah, I mean, if you know, if we're not in the relegation zone by Christmas, I'll probably still be Ralphin. I think it's going to be too late, by the way, and I don't think they'll give him that much time. I'm with you though. I, I will, I will say that I am Ralph in, but I do think it can change, and I don't know if they're going to give him that time. But I don't think Christmas. I think Christmas is going to be too late. You know how we've performed in January and onwards. I, I think I think they'll give him a month, Kev, if I'm honest. I think they'll, they'll give him a, the window. They'll see what he can do. And because the season's, you know, back up again in, in August because it was September. This season just gone, wasn't it? Mm. Um, maybe maybe by October, if he hasn't done anything, if he hasn't turned it around, because no doubt we'll be out of the, um, the League Cup at that stage. And, you know, we've got about six, seven league games under our belt. We'll know about where we are then. And whether he's the right man to go. But, I mean, if I'm honest, Kev, I think we need a new keeper. I just I just don't think either of them are, are Premier League quality. Um, I think the left back is obvious. We need quality depth. We need Ings to stay. And we need we need a better centre-back because Bednarik has been so poor. It's at least promising. Yeah. Yeah, OK. But Vestergaard's dipped in and out. You never know what you're going to get with him. It's, sometimes he's been great. You, you look at his season on a whole, you think, well, he's turned his 
turned it around from the season before. But then you look at some of his performances as well. And like that Declan Rice one, I was fuming just letting him go. Um, and you can talk about the injuries and the, and the lack of depth all you like, but our defence is just not good enough. It isn't. And if we keep making these mistakes at the back, like, like we saw against West Ham, Ralph is going to be powerless to certain things. And taking off Walker Peters and sticking Prousey at right back is something... The substitutions he, were weird, weren't they? Yeah, it's something that he needs to take responsibility for and needs to sort out because that wasn't great. Walker Peters was arguably the best player on the field at that point. So I don't get that. I really don't. And I don't know what his thinking is. Yeah. I mean, well, he said after the match that you want to bring Prousey, uh, he said, bring Prousey onto the highest line to have a few deliveries. What, by sticking him as a I, defender? <laughs> behind the last line. With his right foot, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a weird, isn't it? Um, I think Gareth Southgate's excuse for leaving Ings out was better than that. Um, and he said that he was running out. Walker Peters was running out of energy. I don't think he was running out of energy. Is that right? I didn't even listen. I turned it off. I just thought I'm not. I'm not doing this again. I can't. I can't yeah. deal with it right now. And then he here lets... I am a week later, and I've um, already uh, signed up for another season ticket. <laughs> Wow. Well, yeah, why do you do it? Why do I do it? But he, he let Redmond play a full 90 minutes. I mean, we, we, we've seen the... Sort of, yeah. He, you know what? I mean, he did get himself into a good position. He did make some good runs, as he always does, beating defenders and then just, you know, stick it in the side netting or um, dodgy cross or losing the ball carelessly. But, um, yeah, it's Minamino who came off. But Taylor. But at least he's making these substitutions early. I mean, there might be shit substitutions, but at least he's making them early now. Yeah, but this isn't the problem. He's never got this right. Whether he's making them too late or he's making the wrong substitutions, this is where he's got. This is where he's got the, a large section of the fans against him. Mm. He doesn't. I mean, I, we've said it. How many times have we said it? He doesn't have a plan B. I mean, I I, I mentioned it on the Discord as well that he does. I mean, I was having a conversation with somebody else um, the other day, and they said that. You know, Ralph, he doesn't sit down in games, does he? Is he, like, over-managing? Is he, is he just not letting them play enough? Because he doesn't seem to have coaches around him that can, you know, come up to him and say, look, Ralph, this is where it's going wrong. Does yeah. he need more help there? Is... Does he just need to sit down and let people play? Is he up in that technical area too much and telling people to do what he wants all the time? I mean, I don't know. They're all up for debate. Yeah, but I mean... It's Richard Kitzbichler. I mean, is he just a bit of a, a yes man? Oh, you've you got to believe that he is because you don't even see see or hear from him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, there's a lot of jury still out with Ralph now. Yeah, I think all eyes will be on him for the beginning of next season. He's but got he's to make just, an impression early on. But he's the 16th best manager in the world, isn't he? He is. That's official. 442 said this, so it must be true. It must be. Right, I want to focus on a little bit of a positive <laughs> if we can from that game. The only thing that I can think of that was positive in that game uh, was Romeo back in the team. Mm. So positive, you don't even want to comment. Um, he's a brilliant match. I mean, we only conceded one goal in the half hour that he was on the pitch. So, yeah, that's the solution. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's good that he's back. It's yeah, definitely. We've missed him. Moving forward, we, we, we have missed him, yeah. Uh, Kevin, man of the match for you. Oh, good God. I mean... I mean, looking at this match, it was a bit of a shambles. I mean, but it's the same problem we've been having all season. We don't have a proper left back. Um, I've heard the phrase 
hybrid defence being banded about. I mean, hybrid defence, my ass. I mean, it's just not there, is it? I mean, it can't be. You have Kyle Walker Peters playing so high up the pitch. Nobody at left back. Um, if yeah, like Bednarik's going to start playing out. Then La- lazy defending, yeah, lazy centre back. You've got one man against you know up three or four players, and it's just it's not. It's no wonder that we conceded sixty-seven goals. Um, Sixty-eight. Oh Christ! Yeah, that just um, makes it all the worse. <laughs> yeah, Hinks was just um, ineffectual. I mean, I've, I've heard some praise for Minamino's performance up there, up there with him, but I, I don't think it works. Um, definitely Mr. Adams in there. Um, Stu, again, good through the middle. Don't know why they didn't try and get him out on the wing instead of Prousey at right back. That, that, that confused me. Uh, but yeah, Prousey, not really a right back, but I'm just going to give him the man of the, the match by default. I mean, for that as the, Last in a, in a huge string of of good performances throughout the season. Um, yeah, I'm I'm kind of there with you to be honest. Yeah. Well, I mean, I thought about it, but then I thought about what I just said a minute ago, and I thought that when Walker Peters came off, he was probably the best player because he was getting forward a lot. But then again, you know, getting forward too much is a is a hindrance to us. Yeah. But he was up there and he was causing problems, so I, I, I've. Just to go against the grain, I'll go with Kyle Walker-Peters for man of the match because he's definitely better at right back than James Ward-Prowse. That's it. That's my reasoning. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right, okay. Uh, Extra time, Kev. A little bit extra time. A a little bit. Hi, I'm Matt Letizia, and thank you for listening to In That Number. Okay, Kev, West Ham game's over. We can relax. The season's over. We can relax more. Um, Extra time, then. Um, predictions. We're not going to do predictions until next week because we'll wrap up the season then and we'll discuss the winners and losers um, of everything. Um, but Wife Wars, we already knew about Wife Wars, didn't we? Um, Abby wins Wife Wars with 36 points. Gemma was second with 30 and Marina was third on 29. Mm-hmm. Who predicted 3-0 though? Uh, well, you did predict 3-0 in the, uh, yeah. the West Ham game. Well done. It's the most predictable match. I should have put money on it. Like, it was just clear as day. Um, yeah, and Super 6, round 57, was won by Stephen McCullough with 14 points. Again, we'll give the winner out next week. Uh, Fantasy Football Kev, who won match week 38? Out of our podders, uh, let's have a look. 69 points from none other than John Bailey. Uh, does see him stuck in 10. Freddie had the best May out of the podcasters. But, um, yeah, best podcaster of Southampton FC is uh, Matt Markstone of Southampton to the podcast for 2,366 points. Congratulations. Wow, well done. I got 48 points in that last game week, and you got 36 points in that last game week. No surprise that Lucy Finette won our league. She finished 403rd in the end. She was much higher than that before. but uh, She was, yeah. She was down yeah. in the 300s, wasn't she? That's, that's still fucking amazing. 2,577 points. Absolutely miles away. Uh, yeah, and Bobby Brown jumped back. Good season again. Yeah, yeah, interesting. I think I'm going to have to put in a little bit more effort next time. Okay. 
Uh, Russian phrase this week, Kev. So the Russian phrase this week is Polnoya Padinya. Polnoya Padinya. Polnoya Padinya, which means total freefall. Total freefall, yes. Ah, okay, Kevin. Uh, another season almost done. Uh, yes. Next week, next week, we have a season review and our awards show, or as we like to call it, the shitness. Wouldn't be the end of the season without the shitness. It would not. Uh, Kevin, you're looking forward to it. Get your tux ready. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure it would fit, but um, yeah. <laughs> Cut the buttons off. It would be fine. <laughs> uh, we have player of the season, goal of the season, match of the season, wanker of the season, uh, and fuck up of the season. Uh, and we have a new one too, actually. Our amazing episode artwork. Uh, pick your favourite. We will also give the winners of Super 6 our predictions, including our championship draw. Uh, we have Tim back and a special guest to go through it all. Um, so, yeah, Kev, tell us about your polls. So, yeah, we've had so many brilliant pieces of artwork, um, thanks to Saints News now for helping us out with that, um, that we decided to run a an artwork World Cup, and that, that's running at the moment. So if you go on our Twitter, you can vote for um, some of the groups that are uh, polling at the moment. Uh, so for eight groups of four and then a playoff, um, I'm sure everyone will be fed up with the polls by the time we finish. But do we and give that, a fuck? No, we don't. And is that going daily? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so so check, check it out every day. It'll be a different yeah. poll up. Yep. And it'll all be culminating on our season review. So, uh, yeah, stick with us. And um, it'll be our last one of the season. We were taking the summer off. Last time. Um, we're taking the summer off. Um, Saints take, took the whole second part of the season off. <laughs> um, and then we'll be back for our fourth season. So, yeah, um, until then, up the Saints. Up the Saints. Actually, up, not down, up. Up the Saints. Up oh, Southampton. Um, and uh, Jake Heth. 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 Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.